How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for LA. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Speed for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carter scores! Well done, boy. There's some swagger. Push come to shove. We're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the Thanks Bud Podcast. It's been some weeks, but we're here. I'm Chanel Berlin. And I'm Diane Fan. We are back from Frozen Fury. Diane, have you heard the big news? The big news being what? Well, Jeff Carter's getting new teeth. <laughs> yeah, I've It's really important. Um, I'm very excited. say cheese is what I believe he said, and that was unbelievably charming. And I think we looked at it while walking through a casino. So all of the distractions of a casino, bars, people, yeah. slot machines, noises, didn't care. I yeah. to talk about Jeff Carter's new teeth. It's big. It's really big. And I'm glad that he like also took the time to parade the cup at uh, what USC in a Galaxy game and smiled a lot just so everybody could just get real acquainted with that mouth gap one more time. One last look, which is it's very sad to me. I'm sure he'll spend a game with it out again. Right, yeah, um, probably. <laughs> uh, okay, but actually, no, a lot of... A lot of things happened because we haven't actually talked to you since before preseason started. And now preseason is officially over. The Kings lost to the Avalanche at Frozen Fury, which seems to be a trend for them lately. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But in general, they did really well during the preseason. They went 5-0-2, and so no regulation losses, which bodes pretty well. They also, in all but the two games against the Avalanche, scored at least three goals. Which is pretty crazy. In some ways, I'm nervous about that. It makes that. me nervous. Like, don't blow your letter. On the one hand, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But also, I'm like, please don't, like, all of a sudden go into a drought when it really matters how many goals you score and stuff. So, during preseason, there wasn't a lot of, I don't know, not of a lot of, not a lot of anticipation for roster changes because, again, Kings kept pretty much everybody except Willie Mitchell. There are only, like, a couple spots that were sort of up in the air. And... We can talk about that, but first let's actually talk about the players who are returning that looked really good. Namely, that 70s line, still the best thing ever. Uh, still great. Tyler Toffoli was amazing yes. yesterday. Yes. Not yesterday. And has been like yes. all preseason. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. He leads the entire NHL in points with nine of them. Mm-hmm. Five goals, or I'm sorry, four goals, five assists in five games played. And then Pearson, not... Too far behind, actually right behind that, with eight points in six games. Um, and then Jeff Carter, who only played in three games, apparently. <laughs> Still has six points. Yeah. Three assists, Including, so. you know, the hat trick that he had. They ain't bad, is yeah. what we're trying to say here. I'm excited to see them stick together. Um, Gabrick didn't play these last couple games, the last few games, but him and Kopitar still look really good together. Even though the summer had been really short, I felt like... I still managed to forget a little bit just how fast he is and just how quickly those two can put together plays because, you know, some of the goals that they scored, I think even in their first preseason game, because they were the team that was at Staples against the Coyotes, so quick. And it's always so fun to watch that happen, and I'm excited. I wasn't even thinking about the quickness because, as always, when they play against the Avalanche, they look... (laughs) They look slower. (laughs) The Avalanche 
Edge is very fast. Except, of course, they ha- they do have faster guys now with somebody like Tanner Pearson, who is so fast, had a breakaway yeah. in the Frozen Fury game, had a couple of opportunities where he tried to set up, I think it was Trevor Lewis, maybe, oh, and cute. it didn't really work out. But, you know, he made it happen, Pearson, because he's fast. You can feel the excitement, at least in our section, at least around us, whenever people saw that Toffoli or Pearson... And Mike Richards uh, was on the ice because everyone just kind of like leaned forward a little bit more in anticipation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there was, I mean, the Royal Half posted it on Twitter too. Just like he said something like, you know, I'm starting to think it doesn't matter who you put between Tafoli and Pearson because they seem to play really well. But at the same time, it's also good to see that Mike Richards, I mean, he had some games before Carter was their center. He had some games with them last season and they looked pretty good. And so I'm glad to see that like Mike Richards still has it in some way because we also went into this preseason here and he is in fact in the best shape of his life. That's what he told Dean Lombardi, who then went to fly out and check on him. Just for a quick trip to Kenora. (laughs) I still find that extremely charming, but he played great yesterday. He looked great and set up some plays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really, yeah, I really enjoyed watching him. It's good. Uh, another player that stuck out to me was there were a few plays where I noticed, you know, that a defenseman had some pretty good positioning. And I realized, oh, it's Slava Voidov. Remember him? <laughs> he apparently, like, played in every single game possible last season, including all of the preseason games. But still, there were whole stretches where it seemed like you never really even noticed that he was there. So let's hope that that changes. I think, I mean, the word from Lombardi was that everybody came back in better shape this time, so I hope that applies to Voinov too, and he returns to sort of the, the defenseman that everybody hoped he'd be and thinks right. he still has the potential to be, but kind of, you know, had a down season last season. Lots of people had down seasons last season, which is funny because the Kings also won the Cup. Remember yeah, that? weird. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this bodes well and that he's back in fine form. Did anybody else sort of stick out to you on the team of the veteran types? Of the veteran types. Robin Regeer just because I was watching him, <laughs> but for no good reason. <laughs> like this, this isn't a, a happy thing that I was doing. I was just like, oh, he's here. All right, saw you. Uh, Nolan was fast. Oh yeah, I was actually curious about that because surprising. Jordan Nolan is probably the only player who it's not entirely certain will stay in the lineup. Who was you know with the Kings last season? So it did look like he was trying to hustle a little bit and keep his spot as the extra forward on this team. But his competition being Andy Andrioff and Adam Cracknell, um, and we so I guess we should talk about that a little bit. Like between those three players, Nolan, Andrioff, and Cracknell, did any of them look better than the other to you? Jordan Nolan, mostly because I I honestly don't care about Andrioff. Yeah. Yeah, he looked a little like... And I know nothing about Cracknell, so... Yeah, I don't really notice Cracknell that much. Um, Andrioff, I thought, started to look a little better. Like, there were moments where it seemed like he could be useful in sort of, like, maneuvering. Um, He, not super fast, but at times a little faster than the guy he was playing against, which seemed useful. Um, But overall, yeah, I don't see a glaring difference between any of those players. So I'm kind of like, might as well let Jordan Nola keep his job. He has great hair. He does have great hair. Just stick with what you know. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Just keep that great hair. Stick with what we got. We know it pretty well. Um, But I guess we'll see what happens because now they've sent down all of the other players and or released people from tryouts. Like they had the goaltender Delorier was around for a Mm -hmm. while and they got rid of him pretty quickly, actually. Bummed that wheel is down. Oh, yeah. That is somebody who stood out to me who is actually not on the roster, except they kept him 
even after they sent a bunch of Manchester guys down right. already. So I think it could be an indicator that he will see at least a couple of NHL games this season, right. which I'm excited about. I think he has paid his dues, so to speak, and seemed to make a really big leap in the AHL last year once um, Toffoli and Pearson and Vey were like getting called up and down, and so he got pushed up to top lines down there. So I think that could, because of that, I should say, I think because of that, he could end up playing for the Kings a couple times, which is exciting because, or, I mean, A, because I think he's fun to watch, but also exciting for Mike Richards because it's somebody shorter than him on this team. That's always probably the funniest thing. It's like, hey, let's make fun of the short guy because it's not me anymore. (laughs) Yeah. As a little Jordan Wheel. Tiny guy, listed at like 5'9 or something. I like how we always talk about making fun of short people. We are not tall. No, we're very small. But still. That's kind of amusing. But still, it's always fun to make... I mean, they're the shorties in there in that context. Yes. And that's fun. Uh, yeah, so I like Jordan Wheel. Really, really excited to see what he does. As for the other three, like, who cares? Oh, someone we haven't talked about, Braden McNabb. What did you think seeing of seeing him so far? Oh, he was fine. Yeah. He had a great shot. He played he with Dowdy yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. Held his own pretty well. Like, yeah, didn't yeah. make any, like, crazy errors and... That's what, like, Daryl Sutter has always said, or has said in the past, is right. that, you know, the first thing that he looks at with somebody who's a rookie and gets called up is, you know, are they a liability? Do they make the team worse? Right. And he didn't really seem to have moments like that, so... I mean, nothing too crazy yet, but yeah, he's yeah. still new, he's still getting in there, but nothing so glaringly egregious, mm-hmm. um, so that's fine. I like that he's not afraid to shoot the puck. Either. Yeah! Like, that's coming fine. into this roster with all these guys who've played together a long time and playing alongside Dowdy, like in this last game, he still was not afraid to take some shots and had quite a few yesterday. Really hard shot. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't get a goal, but looks, you know, I'm, I'm excited by that. I think the Kings should shoot more always. I mean, I know they shoot a lot in terms of like shot attempts, right. um, but I like more anyway. Yeah. And it'll make uh, Adrian Dater pissy, <laughs> yeah. which is fine. That whole drama. I hope everyone looked at that. I mean, yeah. Take a gander through Twitter. Quick, yeah, quick update. Adrian Dater exposed himself as a huge trash bag. <laughs> and it was hilarious watching so much of Twitter pile onto that. It was pretty great. So he doesn't like Braden McNabb. No. Braden McNabb has a past in which he had a really dirty hit on a player in 2011. So, during the Memorial Cup. Yeah. So that happened, and a lot of people don't like him because of it, but that's not why Adrian Dater was a trash bag. He's a trash bag for the way that he wanted to bring this up. And it's it's kind of, it's not funny, but it is funny. In, like, his uh, reviews or his recaps and things like that, anytime he is forced to mention Braden McNabb, yeah. it's always with, like, a an interesting descriptor yeah. as to what type of person he is. This interesting descriptor was super misogynist. Yes. Just for the record. Actually, I guess it kind of made me wonder because I didn't watch that Memorial Cup or anything. So I didn't see that hit. Like, for me, like, Braden McNabb, it's not something that I live with thinking, like, oh, this guy, you know, that thing he did. Do you, I don't want to excuse anything like that because you shouldn't be a dirty player. You shouldn't. He's not a repeat offender, though, is he? Not that I know of. And so that's sort of my question is, like, is that the kind of thing, not that people, I don't know, should they hold that over their heads all the time? Because at the same time, like, Kings fans watched Jared Stoll, and he gave Vlasic a concussion and with, like, a super illegal hit during yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Can we just let it go with McNabb? Is that fine? I don't know. We'd be coming at it, like, on the side of homers. Yeah, you yeah. know. So also, we, again, on the side of, like, I don't have that sort of in my mind. Yeah. Of, like, remember when that guy did this thing? I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't at <laughs> I all. didn't know about it until pretty recently. 
Um, I'll give him a new a new slate because yeah. that like that wasn't even NHL. So mm-hmm. let's start now. He can start fresh with us. Yeah, with the Kings. <laughs> You're all right, McNabb. <laughs> yeah. But so I yeah, especially if he continues to play well and doesn't like you said become somebody who does this kind of thing all the time, then then I'm willing to let him sort of I would hope have learned from that past mistake. Right. Um, and he looked, again, I liked the way he looked. I'm excited to see what he does this season. I hope that he does really claim that second pairing spot um, because Regeer's contract is not going to last forever and much respect to him, but I don't, I hope that the Kings <laughs> don't need him on the second pairing forever. Yeah. Oh, another thing that was interesting is that when the preseason started, it was revealed like a little more details about injuries that were had in the playoffs. Like usually it comes out right after the playoffs, yeah. but not very many did. Like it turns out that Jonathan Quick was not the only person with a wrist injury. Kyle Clifford broke his wrist in game one, apparently, and then <laughs> kept playing. <laughs> People are crazy. I, I think we, we say this all the time after we hear injuries about yeah. things, but like I get angry and like grumpy when I stub a toe. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> like, I got a call out sick. <laughs> I'm like very concerned about the t- fact that my toe hurts. It's not bleeding. It's yeah. not broken. When Nothing's I wake really up with wrong a, with it. When I wake up with a sinus headache, I'm like, it's time to call it. <laughs> I can't do this. I don't know how you play with a broken wrist. Uh, yeah. And also, apparently, Jared Stoll had hip surgery, which means that he was probably playing pretty hurt for a while. How do you do it? I don't know. I couldn't do it. But all of those guys, it seems like they're better. Like, they've gotten into preseason games, and everybody looks good so far. Gabrick has been out because of something that he was injured a little bit, I guess, in mm-hmm. one of the games or something. But doesn't seem super serious, at least as far as, like, the Kings are talking about. So he should be fine. And hopefully that means they're heading into the season with a pretty healthy roster, which is super different from so many other teams around the league. Oh, people are dropping, like, flies everywhere. Like, just today, uh, Jeff Skinner got elbowed in the head. Oh, oh, no. I did see, though, that they... they the Canes hope- need all the help they get. They can yeah. get. <laughs> I did see, at least in the case of Skinner, they it didn't seem dire to start, and they're going right. to check him again. Right. But, like, some, like, staying on the Hurricanes, like um, Jordan Stahl, yeah. you know, in the first preseason game, leg injury, out for months. A couple of Rangers are down. Yeah. Yeah, Derek Stepan's down. Stepan's down, that's what I was thinking of. Um, anyway, a lot oh, of them. The one that we're both sad about, uh, Bo Bennett. Oh, yeah! Because <laughs> we want nice things for Bo Bennett. He's California from California. Boy. I need him to do well. And he, I, you know, I've watched a little bit of preseason games for a lot of teams. Um, and, you know, looking, the little bit I saw of the Penguins anyway, he looks pretty good. It seemed like people thought he looked really good and this could finally be his year and he gets hurt again unfortunate and not even like in a game on a hit or whatever he fell landed on his knee the wrong way shit's fucked up now <laughs> so that's unfortunate i am actually really really sad about we that talked one. about this on multiple occasions <laughs> <laughs> yeah poor bo bennett also sam bennett oh is he hurt I didn't yeah know that. i think so oh because i think someone said that the bennett's are cursed oh the last name bennett that's rough that's too bad Wait, no, I'm just drafted thinking, him i'm just thinking of pride and prejudice all the bennett's are fucked <laughs> <laughs> It also spans historical and literary <laughs> <Yeah>. contexts. <laughs> Which team drafted Sam Bennett? I, I can't either. remember. Calgary. He's with the Flames. So he's pretty important, too, if he's with the Calgary Flames. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, they don't. The funniest part about this is that your hand's just, like, resting in front of your mouth, like, very, you know... <laughs> <laughs> like, like matter of fact, like they don't have a lot of hope. 
they're gonna need him. Just and for what, like the, the, vis- the visual of this is extremely <laughs> funny. Just speaking the truth, they don't have a lot to look forward to. I mean, they acquired Brandon Bullock in this off season. They're not they planning to do a lot of things. You know, they've got uh, truculence. They have truculence, but no skill now apparently. They have boring Sean Monahan. Oh yeah, except for him, he's, he's doing great. well. I like that guy. Something else. Oh, uh, Kari Lettinen is out with a concussion. That's right. And Dallas, like myself included, like Dallas for a lot of people has been a team that folks are really looking forward to this season. And so it'll be interesting if not having their starting goaltender will affect their record early on and what that does for them for the season. Like, could that take the wind out of their sails before things even get started? On the bright side, uh, Tyler Zane and Jamie Benn continue to look good as a pairing on, on the ice, so... Maybe. And off the ice. They've got sharp haircuts. True. Jamie Benn <laughs> with his off-season transformation. I don't think people have talked about it enough, but dude got like new tattoos, trendy haircut after having a great season where he had 79 points and now he's hot shit. He is coming back to school smoking. Jamie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he really has. <laughs> Very excited he's to see He's dropping a like a serious Danny Zuko kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. No big deal. Got All a right. gold medal. <laughs> into it it's fine Jamie Ben, keep an eye on that uh, but yeah but they look good so I think even if neither of them like get injured things could be okay for the Dallas, Dallas Stars but I, I will be curious to see how much it affects their the start of their season and hopefully even if they do get off to a bad start it won't be detrimental I mean the Rangers had a terrible start to their last season and ended up in the final you just never know yeah Pavel Datsuk has a like oh, separated right. shoulder. Kessel and Bozak are yeah. I don't know. Were they partying injured? together? Playing I, I too assume. much pool. I don't. How did that happen? I love when people have to describe like the injuries because sometimes it just makes it sound very suggestive. Yeah. Like he has a, a, a what does it say here? Carlisle said he's got a sore body part, Whoa. lower body. Whoa. Like that's it. Like, <laughs> All right. Which part? Very concerned about what you're revealing here. (laughs) What trouble were you getting into (laughs) together? Man, I forgot that they were down. And Datsuk, like, is Detroit just done? Like, I feel like, are they just done? I have no idea. Because this is the last year on Babcock's contract. He Mm -hmm. hasn't been resigned. He's kind of said things to try to make it seem like it's no big deal. But if he were to leave, like, they didn't sign any, like, big... Uh, free agents or whatever this past off season. So, is I mean, could Detroit finally fall out of the playoffs? They uh, were kind of a you know they are wild card spot last season. I think I don't know one of the one of the lower ones. So I don't know what's happening there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else is wrong with everyone. Oh, speaking of the Flames, like Backlund has a strain. Like Mason Raymond's groin has. Oh. Something's wrong. I like Mason Raymond. Granland has a concussion. Oh, that's too bad. Lots of bad things. Smeed is injured. Oh, he's not injured. He's just miserable. Just <laughs> cut that part out. It's an I injury. I a random, well. like, it's an recap. Sadness of these is an things. injury. We know. Jeff Carter is experienced. Has a hurt right arm from blocking a oh, shot. Oh, maybe that's part of Well, I don't know if it is, but it sounded like. Or I read something earlier that was talking about how it seems like Darnell Nurse is going to play with the Oilers this season mm-hmm. um of course he was the you know their big prospect that they drafted and people were like finally they drafted a defenseman right uh, i'm very curious to see what edmonton does like i don't expect great things out of them but of course they were the first team that like, got a big analytics hire that people were talking about and now and then they got mark fain and now apparently they're bringing up darnell nurse so 
We'll see what happens. Could though. be an interesting time. At the same time, there is that screen cap floating around of them playing defense, and it's still <laughs> yeah. like a cluster of Oilers <laughs> players all in the same space. It's still pretty funny. So maybe the more things change, the more things stay horrible <laughs> with the Oilers. Uh, one thing that I'm, one injury that I'm fine with, and by fine, I mean I don't want people to get injured. Blah blah, blah whatever. Rafi Torres. Oh yeah. We're fine with that. Nobody misses him. Don't don't need to see that. I don't think Sharks fans miss him either. <laughs> the Sharks. Okay, not an injury, but of course the thing that people were talking about is Joe Thornton taking rushes with their fourth line the other day. Drama. More drama. So much drama there. He's already not a captain. Now they're treating him like he didn't have like 70 plus points last season. And they're like, get on the fourth line. They're treating him like he's Mike Richards. It's rough for Joe Thornton. It is rough for him. Currently. I am honestly starting to feel bad for Joe Thornton. <laughs> I, I mean, they say they're not trying to run him out of town or anything, but kind of sometimes it feels like they want Joe Thornton to leave. Hey, Joe Thornton, you're a great player. Will you center Mike Brown? <laughs> yeah. How excited are you? <laughs> I don't think that that is a sign of super confidence. Yeah. Unless that means that they think that he can work miracles. <laughs> They're like, well, he had 70 plus points on the first line. How many could he get on the fourth line? A hundred. Probably. This is their their major plan for next year. It's really strange how they're treating him. Like, yeah. I mean, him and Patrick Marlowe, but I feel like it's just, of course, been a little more notable with Joe Thornton. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both got stripped of their letters, and they had that press conference for the stadium series the other day. Yeah. And neither Thornton or Marley were there. They had some of the younger guys, including Logan Couture. Um, the Sharks have an animal for their captain. I love it. <laughs> they should also make him their logo and mascot. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. <laughs> I think they should just really hand the team I over think to I'm going to have to be on Photoshop later. Yes. Is what this is really. Make a jersey with Logan Couture's face. It's his team now. It's his team now. He's the mascot. Yeah, I don't, I find it, at the same time, I'm frustrated with the Sharks, though, because I still feel like, unless they do actually manage to run Joe Thornton out of town or run Patrick Marlowe out of town, they're still going to do really well in the regular season. Yeah. Which oh, is yeah. annoying. We talked about it, and we still think like, they're going to probably win the division. Probably win the division. I mean, way to just be total trash monsters and still <laughs> annoyingly frustrating for being really good. Also, can I just say, I, I don't know why I was thinking this. The C on his jersey isn't for Captain, it's for Clydesdale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, love I don't that. know why that made me laugh so much. So I'm sitting here, we're trying to record, and I'm losing my shit quietly. I hope. But He's I'm so awkward. Why would you make him Captain? This is the dude who very recently accidentally posted an Instagram picture that was supposed to be of his mom, but was just her legs. <laughs> Why would you want that person to be your captain? He's embarrassing. Do you know how many steps you have to go through in order to post an Instagram picture? <laughs> like, the first step is cropping the correct image. These are my mom's legs. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, no. X-Pro2, like perfect filter. I, 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 Let me type a caption and I, let's go. I don't I, understand. I wish I still had, like, a screen cap of it because it had, like, a message, like, love you, <laughs> like, whatever his mom's name. It, it was horrible. And he might not actually be the captain. He could just be an alternate. But it definitely seems like they want to put him in a leadership position. And that's hilarious and also the worst thing you could do. So, the Sharks, everybody. They'll be interesting to watch. Um, oh, other teams, I guess we could just, well... First, before we move on from the Sharks, and like I mentioned, the Stadium Series. So one thing that I was excited to learn about is, in addition to the Winter Classic Series, I mean, 
the NHL isn't doing the series with HBO anymore. Everybody's heard about that. They're with Epics now, and they're still going to be a 24-7 type of show for the Winter Classic, but they've added a second series with the Kings and the Sharks. That's all I want to see. Yeah. More about, more like behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. King stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Another thing that I really have enjoyed sort of bragging about to people is the fact that HBO apparently said that they were not interested in doing two series. They wanted to do one, but they wanted to cover the Kings Sharks series running up to their stadium series game rather than the Capitals and the Blackhawks. And I was like, haha, <laughs> West Coast, best coast. <laughs> For sure. Picked by a major cable network. No big deal. Everybody knows this is more exciting. From the station that brings you Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I think, and I think too, part of the reason why the NHL kind of wanted, wanted to add that series is because of, uh, well, two things, obviously the Kings are Stanley Cup champions, and then also the um, stadium series game, when it was televised, did really well. People, right. like it was, you know, got a lot of good reviews as far as how it looked on TV and stuff. People wanted to see something different. So it's like, with the Winter Classic, people wanted the traditional, like, oh, it's snowy and yeah. conditions nobody should be out in, but they're out in them anyway. Why? For two points. Like, <laughs> that thing, but also, let's show you the sunny thing that doesn't look like what you're seeing. I think it's like... The proof. one that looks like a lot of fun. Right, yeah. Like, I think it's proof that you actually can show off non-traditional markets and be like, whoa, sunshine is great why would I ever be in this freezing rain? I am very excited to go to the stadium series this year because I missed it last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm happy that this happened again. Yeah, I'm so stoked. I can't wait to go see it. Um, hopefully the Kings score some goals this time. Yeah, please don't be like back-to-back stadium series losers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and even if they lose, just don't get shut out. Yeah, don't... I'm bringing my mom to this game. <laughs> yeah. And she currently lives in San Francisco, and so is sort of a half Sharks fan. Mm. Please let me brag in her face. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Oh, I want that to happen. Right? That sounds nice. Don't, don't we all want my mom to be unhappy? Side note, <laughs> I talked to my dad a few weeks ago, and while in the middle of our conversation, he was talking about his children and how he was like, oh, my children don't call me enough, whatever. My dad, my dad. <laughs> But it, it, he almost, like, gave me, like, some leeway and was like, oh, except for you, because I do call. And then he was like, wait, you're not a Blackhawks fan. Never mind. <laughs> and then then was like, how come you didn't call me when the Kings beat them? I waited, like, for days <laughs> for me to call and brag. So great job, me, with this just, like, stellar torture that I did to him mentally without realizing it. <laughs> I'm super proud. Little did you know that silence was really the best yeah. uh, the best way to brag in so this So painful. Um, so yeah, really enjoyed that. Um, the Blackhawks actually have had to make some moves. I mean, everybody knows, of course, they got Brad Richards. Except for apparently in line rushes today, they put that Shaw, Sodden, Kane line back together, and Brad Richards wasn't with them. So who knows what that means, if anything. But they traded Nick Letty. Yes, they did. To the Islanders. Yeah, which, good news for the Islanders. The Islanders look like they might be a good team. I think they're they're pretty good. And that division, the, the Metropolitan Division, is so weird and kind of <laughs> a toss-up anyway that they might actually be back in the playoffs by the end of the season. I think it's possible. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be really fun. I would love to see them back in the playoffs. They, they were fun two seasons ago when yeah. they were in. But for the Blackhawks, I guess... I, what I haven't been able to decide yet, and maybe you have an opinion on it, is do you think trading Nick Letty will affect their defense in any... I mean, he clearly, you know, he's not Duncan Keith, so it's not like they'd be the most significant effect, but do you think having to sort of take a piece that's 
been part of, you know, you know, one of their regulars for the last couple seasons. Will it matter? I don't know. I don't know if it will. Re- I mean, I don't want to say that he wasn't a good player, that he's not a big contributor to the Blackhawks, yeah. but also the Blackhawks are a good team. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Uh, the Blackhawks are a great team, and so I think they'll be fine without him. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. I think similar to the Kings, it could just be one of those things where as long as, you know, whatever prospect they bring up or whatever fits into the system in the mm-hmm. right way, then you won't notice um, long term. Because I feel like that's the same for, like, guys. Like, people have talked about how, like, the Kings don't have, when you look at it individually, the greatest decor, um, or at least, like, last season, because someone like Slava Voidov had a down season. Right. Robin Regeer is not the fastest skater. Matt Green is not the fastest skater. But they all play the system really well, for the most part, or, you know, or fit in enough. So it doesn't affect the Kings. They still, you know, had the few, like, fewest goals against last season. Right. We know because they won that cool trophy. Um, <laughs> And again, even Robin Regeer included in the fact that the entire team had more offensive zone starts than D zone starts. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it, I think it won't be too big of a thing, but it would be nice if it was just enough of a thing affecting them that the Kings could beat them in the Western Conference Final again. Yes. That's what I would enjoy. I would love for there to be a rematch and for the Kings to come out um, on top. Also, this means that they would be going to the Stanley Cup final. And yes, we do realize that the season has not started yet. <laughs> we didn't care last time. <laughs> we did not care last time. Also, side note, I still find it extremely funny that every time I walk into a McDonald's, which admittedly is too often for someone to be at a McDonald's. I won't hold it against you. Um, I see Patrick Kane's face. Really? Because he's like one of the sponsors. Not not sponsors. I'm not going but to he's, McDonald's anytime. <laughs> he's on, like, because it's Monopoly, Monopoly season. Oh, right. And so I don't know why there are sports figures. I have not been following this. Don't know why there are sports figures there, but I see his smiling face. I took a picture of it. I took a picture of it a couple of times at the multitudes of McDonald's I've been to. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing. But uh, I find that funny. I He greets me at every McDonald's I go I to. I don't mind his face necessarily. It's more his hair situation that bothers me and then also that he's patrick kane but he's it, whatever anyway <laughs> um, that was our mcdonald's uh patrick kane update yeah so oh and i guess another thing with the blackhawks is a lot of people have talked about the fact that after this season um those contracts the new contracts for kane and Taves kick in and whatever so they might actually finally have to get rid of somebody like patrick sharp who if it hasn't been said enough, is a really good winger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has produced a lot for this team. Absolutely. So um, the Kings similarly have a bunch of contracts that are up at the end of this season and heading into 2015-16. So it'll be interesting if both of these teams have to reshuffle a little bit and what that could do for them in the playoffs or whatnot. Right. Here's a picture, by the way. I think you can win, like, some sort of, like... Wait, I love that it's Mickey D's value pick. <laughs> I think you could win some sort of, like... Well, it says a one-on-one experience. Uh-uh. I don't want that. <laughs> I do not need a one-on-one experience with Patrick Kane. Anyways, uh, there's uh, a picture on my phone and, like, three more where that came from. <laughs> I don't think they've done anything else that's, like, too crazy. I am interested in the fact that, at least with the line rushes, that they're trying that Saad Sean Kane line again because I thought that line was really effective for them. Like, once they put it together mm-hmm. in the Western Conference Finals, suddenly it was like they finally had an answer to the 70s line. It'll be... and But it's weird, though, because I feel like Andrew Shaw, nobody thinks of him as, like, a top six guy. He's, like, a third line do they don't even let him play center a lot of times yeah so um but maybe maybe things are changing i don't know we'll see but i like that line a lot and i kind of don't want them to keep it together because i don't need 
it to have chemistry all season long. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. Let's avoid it. I'm already distressed about how good Brandon Zod seems to be, and will probably only be better this season. So if we could just avoid putting him in situations that allow him to really succeed even more, that helps me personally. And we like him, so it feels kind of... I feel kind of bad. Yeah. But he's a Blackhawk, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I have priorities. I do. What other teams are doing, especially in the Western Conference? The Ducks? Oh, yeah, Kessler. the Ducks. Oh, by the way, the Ducks. Uh, yeah, Ryan Kessler, who I, uh, whatever, he's fine. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like him with the Canucks. I don't like him with the Ducks. He's supposed to be their answer, but who He's knows? not going to be their answer. I don't think he's going to be their answer. No. I mean, no. I don't... Re- I'm not really scared of Ryan Kessler. He'll be fine. It's not like... And I feel like that's the thing, at least pertaining to the Kings. Like, it's not like they haven't played against him a bunch already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, sure, maybe he does add something to that lineup, but it's not necessarily something I think, oh, no, now I'm scared of the Ducks. No. Why would you? Why would I why, ever think why that? Why would you be scared of the Ducks? Even when they win, they're losers. <laughs> Who else do they have? They still haven't quite figured out their goalie situation. They have Anderson and Gibson. We know the answer to John Gibson. His name is Trevor Lewis. Yes. So not afraid of him. Not at all, because Trevor Lewis has got that shit on lock. Solved it. <laughs> Side poll. What game do you think Trevor Lewis will score his first goal this season? Oh. Mm. So it was something like 50 games or something last season. I, 40 to 50? Well, I hope it's not that many this season. But he did have a career-high six goals, and I really <laughs> expect him to produce that again. <laughs> I think he's going to have a great year. He's going to have double-digit goals. Okay. I say this with absolute confidence. Anything's possible. I don't know what game. I'm going to say 15, maybe? All right. I think that's reasonable. That's what I'm hoping. I'm going to say game three. Go for it. And then a huge gap where he doesn't do anything and then scores those other nine. <laughs> where we have forgotten that he scored in game three yeah. and then he scores again way later. And it's like, oh, his first goal. Wait a second. But I would like for him to score early and often. It would be pretty rad if he did make it to double digits and goals. Someone else, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, watching the game yesterday, Kyle Clifford yeah. continues to try to up his game and like very fast dude battles really hard there were some situations where he um prevented the puck from leaving the zone Mm -hmm. uh which were really great to see i think i don't know i am heartened by kyle clifford which feel like a strange word to use but the one i mean (laughs) there was a moment where he did have a shot on goal and i was like ah if only you had yeah slightly more hockey skill but everything else he did was great maybe eventually he'll he also got hit by someone really hard. really hard, and it had the people around us up in arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, one girl in particular who was yelling for, for all the Kings players to like get that guy back. I understand on some level because that dude has had so many concussions already. Yeah, protect that head. And his like helmet came off, and I was like, whoa. Oh, at one point, two Abs players just weren't wearing helmets anymore because they had Some fallen off, and like there that was, was it. a certain point in the game where everybody's equipment was not in <laughs> There was a stick floating around. Someone lost a glove, and I just like couldn't figure out what was happening. Everything went wrong simultaneously. <laughs> but yeah, uh, but yeah, Kyle Clifford, excited to see if he can up his game more and, and do even more for the Kings this season, and if he has a fully healthy season. Trevor Lewis... It's going to be great, you guys. <laughs> I'm saying he should be great. Chanel is sitting here scowling and shaking her head. 
I have a lot of hope for Trevor Lewis, but like a reasonable amount. Like a lot in terms of Trevor Lewis. What if I said, I think Robin Regeer is going to score five goals? Well, in I think the that's game in which Jeff Carter had a hat trick, Robin Regeer was a goal. And I was like, damn, it's too bad it's the preseason because he could use that stat. Yeah, it means nothing right now. And it was like a weird goal that like hit somebody else. In oh yeah, it was 100% just like a, a deflection off of someone's yeah. skate or something like Robin that. Robin Regeer, season saver though. Yeah, I mean, he's the reason they didn't lose against the, the Blue Jackets, and then he scored the first goal when they got back against the Avalanche. So, you never know. He's doing great. He's not always there when you call, but he's right on time. <laughs> he is the reason that I have two stellar regear video game related uh, fantasy hockey teams. He will be the saving grace of my fantasy hockey teams. <laughs> it all changes on Robin Regeer. Oh, we were talking about the Ducks, so back to them for a second, because we didn't talk about it when it was big news. Bruce Boudreau, Timo Solani, have, did you see all of the comments and stuff? No, I did not. Oh, how did you miss this? I it's don't know. So, good. <laughs> so Timo had his book come out in Finland, and it was translated, so, you know, make of that what you will. And they say that in context, these quotes and things are not as bitter, but they're pretty good and sound pretty bitter. So... <laughs> First, the the big one that people were sending around was the fact that he said that had Bruce Boudreaux not been the coach of the Ducks still, he would still be playing. Ouch. Um, he, he complained about how he not getting enough ice time, especially not on power play, and how Bruce Boudreaux never respected him. And he said that at one point, instead of coming back to the Ducks, he considered signing with other teams, including the Kings. Who knows if that would have really ever happened? I doubt it. But uh, according to him, it was an option. He said that he yelled at him, uh, at Bruce Boudreau, like, telling, giving him a piece of his mind. He kind of threw, like, Getzlaff under the bus for not, like, speaking up for him enough to get him more ice time. Also, apparently, during Game 7, during one of the intermissions, he texted his wife about... Oh, what was the quote? I think it was like, this game is a fucking joke or something like mm -hmm. that, um, as they were losing. So you could tell how into that game he was. <laughs> so this really is a Timu tell-all. A little bit of a scandal. A little bit. There was another quote, and I can't find it right now, but there was another one where he said something like, it wouldn't have been right to win the Stanley Cup with that coach. Mm -hmm. But then apparently after all of this, after he like totally shit talks like <laughs> Boudreaux and it even like details the day where he finally like yelled at his face and he's like, and then he tried to skate away and I wouldn't let him. So I continue <laughs> yelling at Bruce Boudreaux. Uh, um, even after all of this, he's just like, but he's really a nice man <laughs> in this book, apparently. So, of course, this came out in the news. People asked Boudreaux about it. And he was, he actually had really good quotes. And it was just basically like, you know, I'm sorry he feels that way. But we have to think about the context. Like, we had just lost the season, etc. Right. Um, Gets laugh, apparently, was quote, unquote, pissed. Mm, because he was like, he doesn't know how much I stuck up for him. What was funny and what I didn't see reported as much was they, Hiller, who has gotten traded, yes. um, is now with the Flames. Flames. And somebody asked him his opinion for some reason on this, I guess. And he was basically like, yeah, <laughs> I believe it. And like also like, yeah, you know, Richard never supported me either. So United, apparently problems when it comes to Boudreaux as a coach. Which I guess we should be surprised about because this is the guy who on 24-7 called his entire capital team shit bums. Shit bums. So, but um, even the quote-unquote nicest player in the game, yes. Timo Solani, done with Bruce Boudreaux. Not very many kind done. words. Even though apparently he is a nice man. He's a nice man. <laughs> 
So I don't know he missed that, but it was pretty big. Does does that translate to shitbum? Shitbum. He's a pretty nice man. Is an anagram. (laughs) (laughs) He is a shitbum. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, I. uh, I'm now trying to figure out a phrase with nice man and shitbum to how to do this. I'm like pulling a full Voldemort right here. (laughs) Bruce Boudreaux. Here was my thought after reading that. I mean, total amusement. But my other thought was. Of course, there's problems where people think that Bruce Rudrow is not trying to put them in the best situations because he is not so secretly a really big Kings fan. And he doesn't actually want to do anything to jeopardize the Kings chance. <laughs> They're his favorite team. So he was like, I want you to be good, but maybe not too good. I'm like waiting until like John Stevens gets like a different job or gets promoted or whatever. And instead, Bruce Rudrow comes in as like an yeah, assistant Assistant coach. coach. They're like, Just why would you want to quit being a head coach? It's the Kings. He's very excited. Dream job. Dream job. I would love to see him. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And, you know, the good thing is we, he can at least get them to the second round of the playoffs. And they have enough players who've played past them. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't be a curse for like, the team. Also, he would just be an assistant. So, cool. Yeah. Assistant to the head coach. He is the Dwight Schrute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the Ducks, a little bit of drama. Not quite the level of Sharks drama, but right. a little drama. Meanwhile, oh, and there was also a quote from Sutter. I guess somebody sort of mentioned it to him or whatever, and he was like, or no, no, it was another thing Solani said in his book was that Sutter oh. had told him yeah. um, if he would have played him more, right? basically. Right. So Daryl Sutter, troll. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he would not have played him more. He He's would not have. He is lying. <laughs> but he knows he knows what to say. He knows how to yeah. work the system. Untruths from Daryl Sutter. Um, but I'm Phenomenal. glad I made it into the book so that everybody knows what Phenomenal. a troll he is. Also, shout out to us for seeing Daryl Sutter at Frozen Fury. Oh, yeah. Walking yeah, around with Christopher. Chris. That was awesome. It was nice. I, I guess we just haven't talked about it, our Frozen Fury experience in general. We did succeed in not coming back hungover, but that's because we were hungover. That's because we went for two days this time and were hungover Saturday. I don't know if we were so much, at least I wasn't hungover. I was tired. Yeah, a little drained. I was very tired. We just got in the pool. It was fine. Hung out for a while. But yeah, I had a good time. We uh, saw some kings. Then we went to a club at one point and saw some kings there as well. Which is, it's kind of like seeing people outside of their natural habitat. Yeah. Um, people weren't wearing, you know, gear. Right, right. There were no pads. There were no skates. <laughs> it was great to observe them in the wild. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so that was interesting. <laughs> this is Martin Jones as he <laughs> approaches him and probably propositions him. We saw Martin Jones white boy dancing with this lady. Oh, That's that was thing. phenomenal. <laughs> so that was actually the point at which we exited because there's only so much I can <laughs> could, could not handle that anymore. <laughs> there's only so much I can handle. Uh, um... But yeah, I had a good time. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, I guess shout out to all of the people that we hung out with. A nice variety of them, including, uh, as was tweeted and retweeted by us, hanging out with the Royal Half or Team TRH. Team TRH. Great people. A lot of fun. Um, good times. Yeah. Oh, we we saw Jake Muzzin. Oh, yeah. Because we came in a slightly slightly late, just mm-hmm. like during the anthem, and Muzzin was just like walking behind us. Yeah. I, I, why did he show up so late? I mean, he wasn't playing, but it's like weird that he was like, but like, be here. Yeah. Don't just like chill in your room. Be here. <laughs> so he came. I really enjoyed it. There were no pictures. What I realized looking back, um, because also randomly, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but we moved the podcast to SoundCloud. So that's another option for you for where to listen to us if you're into it. But when I was moving all of the episodes over, I looked back at our podcast for 
after Frozen Fury last year, and there was that picture that I forgot about of Daryl Sutter being Daryl Sutter, no Bill Evans <laughs> being spanked. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there was none of that this year. I had forgotten about that until literally just now, as you were saying those words. <laughs> oh lord! Still the greatest oh. Daryl Evans being spanked did not happen, or at least not where anybody took. No, the there photo. was no pictorial evidence of it. <laughs> So there's that, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's the way in which Frozen Fury failed a little bit. <laughs> there were no horrific uh, pictures from a brat house because it is Oktoberfest. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that we're thinking about for the preseason? How do you think the Kings are going to do after having seen them play? The Kings are going to do great. You feel like they're ready? I think they're ready. Will they hang a banner and then get themselves embarrassed and lose 5-2? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Um, because didn't a quote come out? I don't remember who it was from. Just being like, "Yeah, this uh, this first game matchup for the banner raising, not an accident." Yeah. Oh, Gary Bettman said that. So or, or said that and sort of then you know seemed to apply it. I don't know. I didn't hear the exact quote because yeah. I didn't watch that. But from what I saw on Twitter and stuff, Gary Bettman, you know, purposefully he was saying, <laughs> "Not an accident." Yeah. That this is happening. Rub your face in it. Um. So I love that. I do hope that they just win. Like, 5-1. Yeah. I feel like they have to. Right? Do it. Sure, why not? Um, excited. We're going to try to go to the We're gonna try first to go. game. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Either way, I'm excited that hockey is actually coming back. It feels like it's been very long. We, we say that it's it feels like it's been a long time, but it's l- been literally the shortest it could be. Yeah. <laughs> but still, that's too long. But uh, maybe it's, it's like, because I feel like there was definitely this feeling of, like, last season like it was never going to end and i think it's like after surviving so many elimination like games or whatever it's like i just expected to have to continue just that gonna life go on forever and maybe they can survive and then it was finally over and it was like oh but wait like my heart is still like this is still happening though, yeah. right so but now it's back for real looking forward to the kings dominating i think you know, let's not forget that they had a 100 point season so even though we all expect them to at some point have a scoring slump things could still be real good Yes. And a lot of fun. Oh, I 100% expect for us to be like, I hate the Kings. Mm-hmm. They've lost the last four I'll games. give it at, like, December. Yeah. <laughs> when it's cold outside, cold for Southern California. Yes. Uh, um, I am waiting for the cold. Yeah, me too. It's really hot. It's unbelievable. But then hopefully, you know, the Kings will still be great anyway. Maybe they'll manage to break some more records this season of some kind. Thanks to everyone that we saw at Frozen Fury. You guys are treasures. We will be back next week. We're now going to do our regular weekly schedule for these podcasts. So listen, enjoy. Again, um, you can listen to us in the places you could before. iTunes, Stitcher, but also now SoundCloud. So do that. Thanks for listening to this one. We're glad to be back. We're glad that hockey's back. And we're glad that we get to just enjoy the Kings being champions everywhere they go this season. It's pretty cool still. Let's do it again. Yeah. As Chris Sutter said. Yeah. Let's do it again. All right, guys. Take care of yourselves, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye, friends. Bye, all.